Welcome to the Curiosity Pod. I'm your host, Aliza Kelly. Amanda Yates Garcia, I am so thrilled to have you on the Curiosity Pod. Thank you so much for joining us. Eliza, I am so excited to be here. You are a delight. I I look at your radiant face on Instagram all the time and just get a shine, a shine <laughs> for the day. So I'm really excited to be here and talking to you. Well, I I have been admiring your work for so long. You are you have just you know you you are so wise. And you share such a wealth of information and it is, it's really a privilege to have you here and to talk about this concept that we've been exploring this week around belonging and whether or not we, you know, how, how it feels to belong, how it feels to not belong and how that informs practice, how that informs identity, how that really shapes uh, an experience. But before we get into that, I would love to just learn a little bit more about you and your practice. Yeah, so um, I am Mandy Garcia. I'm sometimes called the Oracle of Los Angeles. That's my, I, I think of it kind of as my band name. Um, <laughs> so, you can, <laughs> so you can find me as the Oracle of LA on Instagram and um, oracleoflosangeles.com for my website. And the way that I got that name was because I actually came to this practice, which I do witchcraft. I, I was brought up a witch. My mother was a witch. So I was brought up practicing witchcraft and she was a, a public witch to a certain degree for our community. Like she wasn't as public as I am because, you know, there wasn't the internet <laughs> at that time, but she, um, you know, would, do ceremonies for at people's deathbeds or at birth. She would do croning ceremonies. She had monthly moon rituals that she held with her coven. And um, so, and she taught me to read tarot. I think I was around 11. So, so I was brought up practicing witchcraft, but then at the end of my teen years, I kind of you know my mother and I also have a complicated relationship even though she's really amazing and I love her but we also had a complicated relationship and so when I was kind of leaving the nest I was like that's my mom's thing witchcraft and I I want to do something else you know a lot of people leave their family religion in their later teens as they're establishing their own identities so that's what I did and I went into the arts and um because I felt like art art was a place where beauty could live. Art was a place where enchantment and magic could live. And I didn't see that in the world. You know, I didn't see that in ordinary reality, like in the shopping malls and elementary schools, college. Like I just didn't feel that sense of magic and beauty in the kind of mini mall style life that I was living here in Southern California. And so I was really looking for a place where I could live that way. And, but then when I got out of grad school, I, I made a lot of angry work in grad school. I was like against, I was against racism and sexism and capitalism and white supremacy and very critical of all of it. But then I started to realize as I got out of school, like, oh, it's, 
you know, I'm kind of pointing to all these things that I think are wrong and being like, now somebody needs to fix this thing, you know? And so I decided it's easy to say what I think is wrong with the world, but but it's it's a more mature perspective as an artist to decide like, what do I think is right? What do I want to take a stand for? What kind of world do I want to live in? And then to create that world. And so that's when I went back to witchcraft. And I um, decided that I wanted to live in an enchanted world and that witchcraft was a way of doing that, of making the world enchanted. And so then I started to do these public rituals um, of enchantment. I did all sorts of rituals and all sorts of gallery spaces. And then in one of them, I had built this like city hall made of cardboard and I was giving prophecies as the Oracle of Los Angeles. And it's from that point that the Oracle of Los Angeles was born. And one of the things about that was that people were really hungry for it, you know, like they just really responded to it. And I saw, aha, there's a need for this. And I feel like I can, I can meet this need. And so in an effort to meet the need of my community, then I, I just started going from there. And so now I have, you know, a podcast between the worlds um, where I talk about witchcraft and tarot and magic. And I have a book initiated memoir of a witch where I write about my experience coming to witchcraft. Um, and, and so it's, yeah, it's really grown from there. So what does being a witch mean to you and how would you define it? Well, a witch is someone who practices witchcraft. So that is someone who practices spell work, um, who, pays attention to the rhythms of nature, the cycles of the moon, um, the cycles of the earth, um, who sees and understands the world as inspirited and alive. Um, it's an animist tradition. It's a mystical tradition, so that means that it's about direct relationship with yourself and spirit. You don't need to go through any authority. There's not a Bible. There's not a Pope. There's not like a high grand witch who's going to tell you you're doing it right or wrong. It's anarchistic, um, and it's very much based in the land and community that you live in. And um, I practice a kind of witchcraft which has its roots in um, British traditional witchcraft and Northern European folk magic. And um, which comes from, at least in the Brythonic Isles, um, from a tradition called fairy magic, which is essentially like a, a remnant of pre-colonial um, pre-colonial England before the England was um, invaded by the Romans. There was like a series of ancestral folk magical practices um, that managed to stay alive in in splinters essentially over the next coming couple thousand years and which people are um, reconnecting to and which never really died and so yeah that's that's how I practice it but everybody's going to have a different way do you think that to be a witch is to be inherently different to continue enjoying this episode and for full access to all Curiosity Pod episodes, join my Substack, The Curiosity Report. Each week, you'll receive my written newsletter, The Curiosity Diary, as well as this podcast, which includes interviews with experts, thought leaders, mystics, and overall fascinating individuals. 
Go to elizakelly.substack.com and join today for only $5. That's elizakelly.substack.com. See you there.